I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. It's good to be with you by means of radio. Our thought for this time is going to be in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 30. We'll look at a couple of verses here. We're talking about some uh, basic, we're going to be looking at some animals here. And talk about how that sometimes uh, animals have the characteristics of humans. You said, what are you talking about? Humans have the characteristics of animals. Now, I'm no old. I'm no evolutionist. <laughs> In fact, I believe the opposite there. I believe man's going down, not going up. But have you ever heard the expression, he's as blind as a bat. He's as hungry as a horse, as dumb as an ox, as stubborn as a mule, as meek as a lamb. Some God's little creatures, my friend, rebuke us. Some God's little creatures, men are like, we should be ashamed of ourselves in. So we're talking about some Christian animals or some people that remind me or some animals that I've seen that remind me of the actions of Christians, and I hope we have a good time doing so. Hey, if you would ever like to correspond with us, if you have access to a computer, to the keyboard there, if you'll just punch in F-O-M-M, period, all right, that little dot, and then O-R-G, That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. And you can be able to see some things about us. If you'd like to write to us, the announcer at the end of the program will give you an address whereby you can correspond with us or you can call the station there. And uh, you can also email us uh, here at awmund, M-U-N-D, at gulftel.com, G-U-L-F-T-E-L dot Calm. We would be desirous of hearing from you. Hey, by the way, thank you for writing to us. Thank you for even calling us. A lot of times people will get our, uh, get our number from our website there and give us a call. Thank you for encouraging us in the things of the Lord. The book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 30, it says, There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. It mentions the ants, the conies, the locusts, the spider. It mentions there be three things which go well, yea, four are comely in going. A lion, it says then a greyhound, it says, and a goat there. So the Lord throughout the Bible, in fact, all through the Bible, we find animals mentioned. You go from Genesis to Revelation. They play a special part in God's program. Many times they're just used to be as, as food for man. I seen a little sign the other day, I think it was on the back of someone's vehicle. And I thought it was rather funny. I can sort of identify with it. It said, I love animals. And it says, I could eat them every day. <laughs> you say, well, I have to be careful with how I apply that. Uh, do I not? And as far as we think about animals, they were made for man's enjoyment. Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2 there. 
And uh, thinking about what happened, fallen man, we think about Adam and Eve as far as their sin is concerned. How did it affect the animals? The animals fell also. And for that being true, you know what fallen man will do today as far as the animals? will worship them. Man will worship an animal. Oh, yes. Places around the world, hundreds and thousands and millions of people. In fact, I came back not too long ago from the country of India. Oh, some wonderful people there, by the way. God's got his people in every country. But I had to be very careful about how I walked around a cow. I had to be very, very careful. So we think about animals with different characteristics. We think about maybe thinking about an elephant. Ooh, he's a big, big fellow. We think about um, like an eagle. We think about his eyesight. We think about a dove. We think about how meek they are. So some animals remind us of people. And what I want to do, let me just take a few minutes. Let me just throw some out there, okay? We'll use most of these in uh, a way that would provoke us. Uh, what uh, What about the donkey? The donkey? Oh, yeah, in the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 32 in verse 9, the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 26, Job chapter 6, Job chapter 11, Job chapter 39, it talks about the mule. There in the the book of Psalms, Psalm 32, it talks about, be not as the mule, which hath no understanding. There's something else about the mule that's mentioned also is that he's stubborn. The book of Job talks about how that he's wild and he brays a lot. You know, I certainly can relate to that with, I've been with some of my friends out in the area of the Caribbean. Oh, I have some wonderful friends and some, uh, some, some great Christians that live on the island of the Caribbeans. I was on one of the particular islands every morning before daylight. Uh, we think about little donkeys, little mules that was there, you know, that you could hear them holler. They were braying, just hollering up a storm, you know. And uh, one time one got right outside my window and just just all this. And I'm not going to make a fool of myself and try to bray like a donkey here. You say, well, what do you say? I'm saying a lot of people are just, they kind of like the mule in our areas. The farmers use the mule to actually till the soil. And there's one thing about the mule that's, that's been true through the centuries, and that is that they're stubborn, as stubborn as a mule. I wouldn't want that to be true of my life. As far as braying is concerned, a lot of Christians are like that. Oh, I tell you, they, they just, uh, I've seen Christian people, as far as church, it looks as if they, just, they were just going to set the bench on fire, and they went out of the service and to do nothing. They just did a lot of braying. I wouldn't want to be as stubborn, as stubborn as a mule. A lot of different areas we could go in. It mentions here in Proverbs chapter 30, it mentions the coney. About the closest thing we've got to that in my area is we would call it a rabbit or a hare. Rabbits make swell pets. I've had them as pets before. Oh, they're very soft and and cuddly and uh, they don't bite. And by the way, they're good to eat. <laughs> and they're, they come in all colors. And you know, notice them around the world. But his mode of going from place to place is just to hop around. We'll just use that characteristic. Just to hop around. You know, some Christians are like that. They're just sort of hard to stay put, especially the age we live in right now. You know, if you were to watch them, they just jump from one place to another. They go from job to job, from experience to experience from relationships to relationships. Now, I know I have to be careful here. I've had people that almost call themselves professional church hoppers. 
They just hop from place to place, showing instability. If God was going to take and put me in a situation where I was going to be likened unto an animal, I sure would like to be as meek as a lamb or as bold as a lion, not as stubborn as a mule or just hopping around like a rabbit. Let's pick on a bird for a moment. Do you know what a woodpecker is? Some strange bird. He's not mentioned in the Bible as such, but uh, plenty of them around where we are. All, as far as a woodpecker is concerned, you can hear him because he's knocking against the tree. Oh, his beak, my friend. He's kind of like a drill, and he's after insects, sometimes underneath the bark, sometimes in a tree that has decayed and rotted away, and oh, there's all types of grubs and insects that's in there. And to be able to get them, you know, I mean, he's just a knocking. I mean, you can that's a funny don't you laugh at me. And uh, what about this woodpecker? It just knocks on everything that's around. In a run, I guess, in a run of a, a few months, uh, as far as his territory, just been on about every tree there was. A lot of Christians remind me of that. Just knocking everything around. Do you know what I'm talking about? I wouldn't want to be likened to a woodpecker. You said, what do you mean? I've seen Christians that, all oh, they came into a situation. They said, well, I don't like the building. Well, I don't like the shrubs. I don't like the location. It's too hot. It's too cold. The floor is dirty, you know. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, the music is too loud. The music's not loud enough. The preacher's too old. The preacher's too young. Just, <laughs> they think they're a hammer. And everything else is a nail. They just knocking on everything, just like an old woodpecker. Some folk remind me of a skunk. You said, what's that? A little creature, always pretty, but ooh, he's a stinker. In our area, they're called polecats, a skunk. A lot of people just like to stir up a stink. Some people like monkeys. My kids used to just, we used to go to the zoo, and they used to laugh and giggle watching the monkeys pick on one another. Have you seen that? Where just people just enjoy just Picking on one another. You know, thinking about uh, something that's nautical. Let me get to one that's nautical and let me end with this. And uh, I certainly enjoy our programs. I certainly enjoy making them practical. But what about a crawfish? You said, what is a crawfish? In our area, we call them crawdads. They're almost identical with the lobster that's found in the cold waters of the east coast of the United States, up in what we call the maritime. In fact, he looks like a little miniature lobster. Just he's so little, though, anywhere from 2 to 40 centimeters. Mostly active at night. They live in the fresh water. And all oh, they're, they're delicious to eat. Some people even love to eat what's inside the head of the crawfish. By the way, I'll throw that in there. But what's the characteristic of a crawfish? And come on, we've, we've talked about some practical things here. Let's even do so today. He's part of God's creation. I believe in a I believe in the creation. To be able to believe in the creation, I have to have a creator. Once again, no, I'm not an evolutionist. In fact, I'm the opposite again. I believe man's going downhill. He's not going uphill. But this little fellow has a strange means of motivation. In fact, when he moves, if you were to see him, get close to him and touch him right on top of the head, he moves backwards. His backside. His stern just takes, and uh, it's made in such a way that it'll move back and forth. And as he moves it back and forth, and he can do so rather rapidly, by the way, he goes backwards. Hence, we talk about situations where people don't live up to their word, or people go back on what they're saying 
We say here in our area that he crawfished. Have you ever crawfished on the Lord? Come on, now I'm trying to put this as simply. You say, what are you talking about? Have you ever told the Lord you was going to do something? But yet you crawfished. Have you ever promised him you'd do something? you ever made a vow that you'd do something? You know, crawfished. Oh, I've seen it in the local church. I've seen it where situations where people just said they were going to do something. They promised to do something, and yet when the rubber met the road, they just crawfished. Like the little crawfish, you touch him on top of the head, and zoo, he goes backwards, you know. Goes backwards, not forwards. Maybe as far as uh, we think about situations in a church, maybe there was involvement that was there on your end. And maybe instead of being steadfast, maybe you wound up being like the rabbit, you know. Uh, maybe instead of uh, being humble, my friend, he was like, like the old mule. Or maybe in F, essence, we think about instead of getting something done and meeting the responsibility there, you just, you just crawfished. Illustration after illustration of things in the Bible, my friend, that God could liken us to as far as his creation. But I tell you, I would like to be as meek as a lamb. I like to be as bold as a lion. And thinking about something in the water, I'd like to grow like a gator. You said, what is a gator? Oh, man, an alligator. Something strange about an alligator that's not true of most of God's creation there is that he never ceases to grow. For the believer, I would like to have that to be a part of my life. There's not some plateau I reach that I continually grow. That I'd be as wise as the old owl. That I'd be as hungry as a hippo. We think about a hippo, all big and fat, you know, as he grazes on the grass, on the land, and also in the water. Does God's creation rebuke you? Is there something about it that maybe would cause you to rejoice? As we look at God's creation, I thank God, my friend, that I can be for Jesus Christ, as I should be. And if God's going to liken me to an animal, there'd be an animal in the Bible that would take and bring encouragement. Until next week, the same time, Fisher Munn.